that rhythm. Like seven seasons. There's like eight seasons. In between Welcome there. to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast. You got Chris, Chris, and Tim. Okay, yeah. I am Mike. You I am the. I'm the authority. So, I've spoken. This is probably one of the best episodes in a while. I was gonna say since like the first few like PC principal episodes. Season those got lame though. With the season baby seven, show. I will I will agree that those kind of ran ran their coat like they were. That whole season was pretty funny, but after that season yeah. when he was around, I didn't really enjoy him. But during that season, he was fantastic. Like when he and then the, like. The trans, the trans, transgender episode with the macho, macho man joining the women's sports that, or the women's that was epic. That was pretty, that was a pretty good one because he, but he like didn't play like a main main role. He was kind of like the uh, second Fred for you, Kimberly. Fiddle there, but that yeah. episode got funnier as it became more realistic in the world. I'm I am glad about this new episode though. Like when I what I was afraid of was that ninety-nine percent of the episode was going to be all of this like uh like alternate universe thing. I am glad that they kind of split it right they down. Went back the and middle. forth. That was hilarious. It went, it went back and forth constantly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> just how all of the uh, all of the adults are just like not phased by like this is Eric Cartman, and okay. they're like, okay, <laughs> he's like, okay, I like nothing, like whatever. <laughs> and they're like, we went to college, and now we don't know how to do anything. Oh my god, <laughs> young That's people a- don't know how to do shit. What do you do when the oven door is broken? You take out your phone and <laughs> yeah. call the hand. <laughs> And the handyman turned into like uh, Elon and yeah. uh, the guy that owns Facebook and the guy, Jeff Bezos. They just turned into like a space race between them. Doesn't Zuckerberg own Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, but that was the whole like they wanted to fight MMA or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, like the whole, the whole, we don't know how to do anything. And I'm like, holy crap, that's like today. Like, do people. Do do Gen Zers or Ys or whatever they are, do they own a set of tools to fix can they can they fix a flat tire? I, can they I mean you know, I'm I, really I don't wonder. have my see my thing is, is I'm more like computer and tech savvy. But that ain't gonna do you shit sitting on the side of the road though, Chris. No, it's and, not, and that's my problem. <laughs> I'm more tech savvy. He says while he can't get into the podcast. I figured it out eventually. Yeah, I just I got my first set of tools. Like my I got a I got a set of tools when I was like thirteen or fourteen. I got them for Christmas. And it was the basics. It was wrenches, screwdrivers, tape measure, right. hammer. And I was like, Oh my god, I got my own tools. Because I used to work on my bike all the time. Like if my bike broke, yeah. I fixed it. You know? I think yeah. dad got me tools just because he was tired of his missing all the time is why. That's what my dad did. He started buying himself new tools and giving me the old stuff. He's like, here, if you need to take my tools, just use use these. And uh, I'm going to go buy myself some brand new ones. That's the dad move, isn't it? 
like this wrench set is missing like four wrenches. He's like, yep. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the gift, Dad. <laughs> no, but did he like these are old. I'm going to go buy you some uh, new ones. And he went to like, I'm dead. I, he, then he went to Harbor Freight and bought me like the cheapo stuff. Well, I'm that's like, what you always start out with the cheapo stuff first. You're not yeah. going to set a craftsman, or, you know, for, for your first set of tools. Come on now. I, I deserve a nice set of craftsmen. I do. I feel like the problem, though, Chris, is I mean, like, not that I find technology a problem, but like it's so much easier like back when you were 13 when were you 13 what year was it 1922 uh, <laughs> 85 56 <laughs> 1985 so, would you say 85 yeah so like in 85 yeah you could call like you know somebody like a mechanic you could still call like a mechanic but nowadays it's like so much there's like you know probably t- 20 times the amount of mechanics that are available because they can be found on things like Angie's list or something or like oh, yeah. well that's the mentality if your car like like Chris I like like Chris remember like a couple years ago he's like I went and put new brakes had new brakes put on my car and I'm like dude I could have put brakes on your car yeah and why saved you $300 you know why? something myself though when i could pay somebody who's like literally i don't want to say and trained I, i'm not i know i'm not gonna mess i know he's because not mess a it set up. of brake pads cost you 25 dollars and brake, saves brake you a boatload of cash pads are like kind of easy though even like i've helped like my dad like switch my brake pad or and stuff like if i'm not able to fix it i won't I'll, I'll go to a mechanic if i'm able to fix it myself i will to get in there and and do it because I'm all about saving money. I brought, I brought my car to like my, like one of my dad's friends who's like been a mechanic for like a long time, like 20. I mean, he was, he was an old man. I don't even know if he's still around, but, uh, and he switched like the brake pads and like switched like all four of my like tires and did like a few things. And mm-hmm. I was there helping him. And then I had to leave my car there for like two extra days because even though we switched everything, we could he couldn't figure out why like my brakes weren't working at all. And he had to he finally figured it out or whatever. But it's just something like that. Like if I changed my brake pads myself and that happened, I would be like, Oh great, I just broke my vehicle beyond repair. Now I gotta get <laughs> towed to the shop and pay extra money. Yeah. As well, a, well like you know, at one time now I'll go get I used to change my own oil. I, I can do day. that. I used to do that. But nowadays, it costs just as much to change your own oil as it is to go get it done. So I go get my oil changed because I live in an apartment. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can't just hard. go out into the apartment and drop your oil. Drop the oil. <laughs> right. So, but, oh, that that whole episode was perfectly described people today that they, oh, well, we have to call them, a, we have to call an, a, a, a handyman to come fix things. Well, and the, and I, I think I've told you, Chris, before that I kind of wish I went and got a trade, like, you know, learn to weld or something. Well, you know, they offered stuff like that. Like when I was in high school, I took, you know, you could take small engine mechanics, you could take wood shop, you could take auto mechanics, and it was just a regular class. Anybody could sign up for the class. But I was well, into racing, too, so that kind of helped me with my mechanics. Do you guys have vocational schools over there? This is yeah, they have, 
yes, they do have vocational classes, but now they're strictly vocational classes. Like if in high school, if, if, if Chris was in high school, when I was in high school, he could have taken auto mechanics as a regular class. Oh, well, even when I was in high school, like arc, school. we could do that as like a class, not auto mechanics with like, we had a, uh, the, the learning center. No, not the learning center, the career center. And I did, uh, I learned to do, uh, what's it called? Uh, architecture at the, uh, career center. Oh, so you could take architecture too. Those were electives. Was that part of school though? Yeah, they were electives. Yeah, they were electives. I, it was like, so you go to the careers. What back in the day they don't. I don't think they have it anymore. But back in the day when I was in high, when we were in high school, Tim, Indiana had three different uh, pro diplomas you could get out of high school. You could have. The, I think it was called the Core Forty. Um, then there was the Academic Core Forty, which is like for the smart kids like Brad. You know, all the advanced placement classes, stuff like that. Um, yeah, Brad. Brad. And then there was another one, I forget what it was called, but you had to take like vocational classes or like, you know, practical stuff like that. You'd go to like the career center and the career center offered like, there was a lot of stuff the career center did. Mikey did cooking, did a, I think he did cooking at the career center. There was architecture, there was welding, there was, they had a beauty shop. They taught you how to cut hair in there. It was basically, yeah, they, you know, that's, a trade that's school. At the, they have that at the high, yeah, they have that at the high school now. They have that's Yeah, the that's where, center. that's where we went, the career center. That's right. where I met. That's how right. I met Mikey and uh, that and his brother. So for here, oh, when okay. You when you leave middle school, you have to choose between a high school and a vocational school, and you have and uh, you can't swap back and forth. Like you have, if you want to oh, go, you can here. You want to go into like automotives. You have to go to what is called Voke over here. You have to go to Voke and do that. You do it's like two weeks of normal classes, like you know, your everyday classes or whatever. And then yeah, it's right. two weeks of your whatever it is, like automotive. And it'll be that's two a, weeks of classes. That's a really weeks. good idea. But there's no, we're like where the there's no like normal like, the career center is where the career center is now, that side of the school, that's where I took auto mechanics. Mm-hmm. And they have an auto come in, shop could, in there still too. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, I that's went. but that's part of the career center now. That's not an elective that okay. you can just take. Like I like when I took auto mechanics, it was it was a two hour class. So that was my that was first and second period. So I got two credits for that class because I it was a two hour class. But we did oil changes. We could change, you know. Teachers would bring their cars in, and you could do oil changes. You could change up. They bought new tires because you could get it done for free. You know what I mean? You didn't have to pay anything. That teacher that gave you an F, you just cut their brake line. Right. Now, you never really knew who's to the who's, who's the car who the car was. You just put it in the teacher. It's like uh, you know, they would be like, oh, what's the one movie with Travolta and the singing um, that he got famous on? Greece? Greece. Why could I not think Greece of Greece? Lightning? Yeah, Are you Greece. kidding me? It's like that. They had the shop in there and they you know you never know who this car was. I'm gonna text I, Kim- Yeah, the shop never I'm gonna text Kimberly right now and tell you you don't know what Greece is. I know what you Greece is. We watch it. We've seen it a couple times. I just could not think of the word Greece to save my we life. Had a f- we had a fight in our class, auto mechanics class. We had two guys fight. It was a good one too. This guy was all bloody and I think he broke his nose. 
like they were slugging it out. I'm like, damn, he got sucker punched. One kid, one kid, he had a screwdriver in his hand, and he sucker punched him with the screwdriver in his hand and broke his nose. And they just started going at it. You're just going through the electives, and you're like, this one just says Fight Club. We don't talk about that class. (laughs) That's literally the oh my god. Well, that class was it was all guys, so you know it was all insults. So. That's, well, that's how my uh, that's how my uh, uh, architecture class was. It was all guys. We just sat there, shit talking, then we'd laugh about it and keep working. Yeah, that whole area I think is just career. I think that whole hallway now it's down by oh yeah the, the gym the, the career center, is all expanded. center. Yeah, I we uh, I but there I was, draw, it was I draw people off there in the parabus. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Um. But or I picked them up or dropped them off, and yeah. then. Uh, but yeah, I always uh, that was one side was metal shop, and then next to it was woodworking, and then across the hall was small engine mechanics, and then you had auto mechanics next to it. Auto mechanics was across the hall from wood shop, so because we would use the the wood the wood uh, the wood shavings. They would bring them over and put them in a bucket. So if there was any kind of oil spill or something like that, we would use it to soak up the oil. Mm-hmm. Pretty good recycling going on there. Before it was so, cool to recycle. Well, I mean, you know, that wood chips are always perfect for something like that. So it was pretty cool, though. But yeah, uh, South Park hit it out of the park with nobody knowing how, not knowing how to do anything and how Kathleen Kennedy is ruined. Everything she touches at Disney. Put a girl, make her gay, and make it lame. <laughs> Put a girl, yeah. Is that what Carmen comes saying? Yeah. Make, make a girl, make her gay. <laughs> but there's no, there's no humans in Bambi. I don't care. Yeah, they were all, they were all lesbians, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but. I want you to to put a check in it and make a fucking gay. <laughs> but we can't do that with your salad. I will say that I I I don't think it's the best since the that episode, but it's still like probably top. It does have going for it that it's a two parter, so it gets a little bit longer too flesh itself out mm-hmm. I I remember I when I saw that come out and I was like I gotta watch that I and I like just sat down and watched it like I couldn't I didn't care it, so more of the story watch the new South Park uh, special on Paramount plus. Because they put all their specials on Paramount Plus instead of HBO. I it took me probably like five minutes. That was a contractual <laughs> thing. They did a whole episode about that. Remember on what that had to do with streaming? Yeah. And they had the it had the water park. There should yeah. be one there should be one more of these coming out before the actual season. Cause it's yeah. two they need to put two specials out on Paramount per year. And then they put out uh the Six, which I hate, the six episode season on HBO Max. I hate the six episode season. Yeah, I, I can't with the. And the worst thing is, 
that it's like the first episode and then it's like a one week break and then it's the second episode and then it'll be another week break and then it's the third and fourth episodes like on back to back weeks and then it'll be like three weeks before episode five. They like right. make it last like four fucking months for six episodes. And you know what? You'll how many wait they for used it. to? They used yeah, to I mean, like what, how much? Some. How long was the? That's what I look up on South Park. But yeah, so they, there should be one more of these coming out like between like now and probably like February. Because norm, because it used to be two, it was two two parts before, and this yeah. doesn't seem like it's going to be a two parter. So it's probably going to be another standalone special. Uh, special. Yeah, like uh, season three was seventeen episodes. So, uh, well, you you kind of, I stopped expecting the. Then they I started mean, going into full. You can't expect uh, anything to be more than like ten episodes since like five years ago. So whenever that writer strike episodes. in the season, season so twelve is fourteen episodes. Yeah, it starts at like season. I think season seventeen actually, the one with the Red Robin wedding might be the first one with ten in it, and then it just is ten, 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 yeah, all the way says, down. Season 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 fifteen is is fourteen episodes. Season 15. I think season 15 was 14 episodes. I think 17. Looking to- the one with um, the titties and fire. Yeah, titties and dragons. That's a 10 episode, yeah. I think that's the first one, and it's just yeah, it's way down. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, seven, yeah that was because they had, yeah, 7, 8, 9 were the, were the Red Robin wedding episodes. Mm-hmm. And then it was the Hobbit episode. Then it was the Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me she's a Hobbit. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't turn blue when goblins are at. Like uh, the, it doesn't turn blue. Only its sword does. What the fuck are you? Some Hobbit trivia, bitch. Uh, what were you gonna? Uh, what were you gonna bring up, Chris? You saw what movie now? Oh wait, no. Uh, movie. Uh, I saw. Well, I, I was did transitioning see... us off of South Park because we no, all know how fine. South uh, well, Park I did goes go for s- us. I did go see uh, the thirtieth anniversary of Nightmare Before Christmas in three D. Three D, which which would not have been my first pick, but visually. It's stunning, but it's visually stunning at the theater, not on television. I noticed that because I tried to watch it on TV once and I could, I was like, this is dumb. (laughs) And then, but at the movie, like it's visually stunning. Like the visuals are amazing. I think that's why. For what movie now? So Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. We went to see that last weekend. Nightmare Before Last Christmas, it's a snooze fest for me. I really don't like stop motion animation. If I you that's what I said. I it's a movie that's made for the theater, is what I'm you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I like I tried to watch it on TV and I got bored I think, with it. And I thought this is dumb. Watching it on TV or watch 
we went to uh, that uh, Im- Imagine, Im- Imagine or whatever there in Carmel. Excuse me. That's where we went. And uh, it, yeah, it's visually, it's a stunning movie. I wouldn't like, oh my God, I got to have the t-shirts and the backpacks and the, you know, the whole shit. I uh, know, but it's a good movie. And then um, we went to see Five Nights at Freddy's on Monday. Me and Josie did. She's been picking movies lately, so which is fine. That's cool. I've drug her to my movies, so it's kind of fair. You know what I mean? Um, I had no idea what Five Nights at Freddy's was. I knew it was a video game, but that's all I knew. And then after the movie, I had questions, so she had to answer questions. Not a lot, but then it made the movie. Uh, I would say you have to play the game to understand the movie, but not really. But if you're with somebody who's seen the movie or has played the game, you can ask two questions after the movie's over, and that'll make the movie make sense. What were the questions you asked? Um, well, I asked how close it was to the game, and then I was like, so what's the game? And she's like, the game is you have to spend five nights at, as a security guard to, and survive to beat the game. Mm-hmm. And the people come to life and... It's basically you're in a haunted Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. And uh, this one had stew in it from Scream. Or as Josie said, Generation Gap. Is that Shaggy from (laughs) Scooby-Doo? That's who what I would have said. No, it's Stu from from Scream. (laughs) I would have said it's Shaggy. Well, yeah, same generation. Um... So was it was it the same premise that he had to spend five nights in the uh, in the arcade? No, it's not like that. You don't. He he gets this guy down on his luck, has a sister. You know they had to make a story with it. Um, he's basically lost every job he's had, so he's kind of forced to take this security job at Freddy's, and they come to life, and they've already killed security guards and people like that it's a good movie i enjoyed it was it scary but or was I, it more just kind of it's uh, violent on your on your on the edge of your seat brutal it ain't scary no it's just violent it's just like you know they tear somebody okay. in half and it's um, it's awesome but i didn't get i didn't get like yeah it's pg-13 so i mean i didn't get scared Okay, but if I would have went to this movie and not had anybody to see, not had anybody explain to me what the video game was, I would have been like, eh. "Okay, so I don't get what the point of this movie." Is. <laughs> <laughs> so it helps if you've seen the movie, or go if you have, or it helps. It helps if you played the video game. If you haven't played the video game and you want to see it, go with someone who has played the video game so they can explain it to you. I mean, you don't really have to play the video game. You could have watched. You, you could have been like me and watched the uh, enough of the other people play it. I watched. Um, I think PewDiePie play it. I'm not gonna watch somebody play video games unless yeah, it's my turn next. I've told you this a billion just times. What the game is about? Well, you gotta. Like, you gotta right. get with the like, world, old man. The description of like the game the, no. probably gave you everything you need. Yeah. But um, like this one, like there was a cop and the sister, which isn't part of the original 
game. You just, you know. It's a good movie, though. I mean, go. It's entertaining. I'm excited about this movie coming out called Thanksgiving. It's about somebody, like, uh, hacking people up at uh, Thanksgiving time. So that you know, movie good, I'm so. excited about? We need another Napoleon. Thanksgiving movie to watch. Yes, that comes out Thanksgiving Day. I know. We got to go see it. I got to work a I full think, day uh, on Fat Friday. I know you get a half day. We work a full day. You have to work a full day? Yeah. Are you shitting me? No, I work I work all day, and I can't take off because they have too many people taking off that day already. I also have to work all day Friday, so don't feel bad. Chris, people I still to, get I sick on, on holidays. There ain't no doctors working that day. I know. I've had a lot of people call in, oh, my doctor's canceled out on Black Friday, and I'm like, oh, yep. okay. Yeah, the doctor's offices, they, they shouldn't even be open, honestly. Yeah, because I think one office, no doctor is there, but they still got to have nurses there because they're not closing the office. Yeah, see, that's just, um, that's a money grab. I, I'm just, I just think it's shitty that I have to, because our offices are in the, whatever offices there are, are only open till noon. So we have to stay open till noon. And then, um, like, then we have to use personal time the rest of the, the way. So I have to use personal time if I, you know. So it's kind of it's kind of a dick move. Oh, get but, this shitty thing I mean, that's happened to is, me I'll like three it. times this week. I'm sorry, I just thought about it. Um, no, go ahead. So three times this week, I've had to get. I don't mind the overtime. I'm not complaining about getting the overtime. Let's put it that way. But right at 4:30, <laughs> when I'm supposed to clock out, I get a I get a Spanish caller, and I have to. Get an interpreter. So and you, is it the last right? two days I've gotten twenty minutes of overtime. So why don't you just like watch the clock countdown as soon as it hits four thirty? Boom. It was because it, it was at like twenty nine or right when it was flipping over or right before I get hit uh, log out. Oh really? One of them. It was three new patients and. Instead of because she the doctor she wanted isn't taking new patients, but we have another doctor down the road that speaks Spanish that is taking new patients. I gave them the number and said, "Here you go." I was not holding over uh, right. for three new patients to go back and yeah, I, I've done that before. I felt bad because I was reading our little group chat and the lady that got it was there till was there thirty minutes later, and I was like, "That would have been me." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just I wanted to bring that up before I forgot about it. No, that's fine. You're cool. No, um, but um, yeah, I only have to work half. I don't know if I'm working only four hours, which means I work till eleven forty-five, or if I work till noon. And you know what I mean? I would say just work as long as you can, get as much money as you can. It's an easy day. It's a Friday. Well, I mean, it's dude, it's it's fifteen minutes. Do it all. It's three dollars. Four dollars or something like that. Three dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> but no, I'm just curious. I don't know because that's half a day for me. Is 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 four hours? Oh my gosh! So, Breaking news right uh, now. You hear hear first on our podcast a day later. Bob Knight just passed away. I was going to try to announce that, but you kept interrupting me. So. Sorry. I just saw it, po- it no, popped fine. up on my Facebook feed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he passed away. I think he had Alzheimer's. He'd been sick for a yeah, long time. Yeah, he did. 
legendary code. So are we switching gears to switching gears to sports now? Yeah, somebody's allowed to be a fan of their team again. Hell to the yeah, boy! You want to talk about cleaning house? I woke up last night because I had to pee, and I was your old my man phone bladder. Well, I had to pee, and uh, I always check my phone because I'm always, like, listening to an audio book or a podcast or something. You know what I mean? Because, like, on Spotify, it just goes to the next podcast episode, right? Yeah. So uh, I put – it was one twenty in the morning, and it said uh, Raiders fire uh, head coach Josh McDaniels and uh, GM Dave Ziegler. They fired their head coach, their GM, and their offensive coordinator. <laughs> So hell to the out. And check this shit out. I found this out. I was reading on Twitter. They were fixing to trade Hunter Renfro to the uh, the New Orleans Saints. Oh, gosh. And Mark, Mark Davis put a stop. He says, we're not doing any trades. Um, the owner. I the, think they need the to Raiders. trade at Devontae just to give him something. Because he came to that team. He wanted to play well, for them. Dude, they're benching. They're benching Garoppolo. This weekend Good. and starting a no comp. They're, they're benching Garoppolo because he's what a piece of shit he is. Whoever decided to sign him, that was a McDaniel's deal. They should have not got never got rid of Derek Carr. I'm not saying that he was going to take him to the Super Bowl, but if O'Connell could have sat under Carr for a year or two, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then, then when 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 Carr becomes a free agent, let him go. That's the way I felt. That's exactly what should have happened. Now they're on the fence. For twenty six million dollars to freaking Garoppolo, it's just a waste. So they start O'Connell this weekend. I can watch the whole game in a Raider jersey and a Raider hat. <laughs> um, I've not been this excited. The uh, linebacker that who was it? The defensive coordinator, the linebacker coach, is the one who got promoted to the uh, the coaching position, and he's like. Mm-hmm. I grew up in L.A. I grew up, you know, when they walked into the Coliseum. Antonio Pierce. It's a new mindset. What is that mindset? It's that of the Raider pride, the commitment to excellence and making sure our alumni, our fan base, and Raider Nation are proud of what they see on the field. And he's like, I grew up in that. I grew up with, you know, straight out of Compton and NWA wearing Raider gear and it being intimidating and scary. And we're bringing that back. So I haven't been this excited in about the Raiders in a long time. Cool. Gonna need a better team if you're gonna intimidate anybody. Huh? So you're gonna need a better team if they're gonna you, intimidate anybody. Well, I, you they're want, gonna start taking you want these. teams to be you want teams to be afraid to go play at the, at that stadium. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't help that like every at game one is time game. nobody wanted to play at the at one, like at one time, nobody wanted to go play at yeah, the Hoosier were, Dome because it was, it was so loud. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to go. Why does nobody, nobody wants to go play at Philadelphia because they get throw balls <laughs> thrown at them? I was going to say, well, they Santa get doesn't even want to go there. Right. So, I, you know, they want to, I think if they bring a winning made mentality, they can start, instead of it being a destination for visiting teams to go to Las Vegas, which I think they're just going to struggle with anyway. Well, they moved so far away from their fan base. It's four hours to L.A. I know that much. 
I mean, to Vegas. Four in the long run, four hours is not a bad drive, but it's a long drive. Right, it is. Nobody wants to you drive two hours have... to come to Richmond to visit me and Kimberly. They're not going to drive four. People aren't going to drive four hours. I drive. I drove two hours to St. Pete to watch the Red Sox play them on a weeknight. Well, good for you. I drove five <laughs> hours but, the um, other day to Pigeon Forge. How did what, did you have to take a nap when you got there because you were so worn out for that long drive, Chris? No, I didn't. I we went right. Oh, we oh. Could, brought our stuff in, then we drove into town and uh, walked around. Uh, went right at it, huh? Margaritaville. Oh, that's cool. I'm used to driving. I'm used to driving twelve hours a day. Five hours ain't nothing. <laughs> Uh, I drove as invalid system. If, if I didn't need to pee, I could have drove nonstop from Di- from Disney back to back to uh, Kokomo when we went to Disney yeah, a couple years like, ago. That's like sixteen hours. Yeah, but I needed to pee and food. Well, yeah, you could pee in the bottle. You could pee in the bottle though. But gas. Also. By the time, yeah, but you know, by the time you get gas and pee, it's like you lose like fifteen twenty minutes easy. Yeah, and, that's and a, then you got to make it back early. up. Yes. It's so hard to do. Well, not anymore. Uh, so, I know we're getting off topic, but a lot of interstates are getting going to three lanes now, and it's so nice, you know, because the trucks stay in the right or the middle of the pass. So I just stick in the left right. fast lane going 84, 85 miles per hour, passing everybody. Well, there you go. Sorry. Go ahead with uh, your Raiders. No, that's about it. I'm done. I'm I'm excited for them to oh. hopefully finish the season with a uh, 500 record. <laughs> I'm not I'm not stupid. You know what I mean? I get it. They're not going to go out and start winning every game. They do have the Giants this weekend, so they should win that game. The Giants like are what their fourth stringer now. Yeah. So the. I'm really, I'm really, I've been excited. When I saw the Aiden O'Connell, I saw him play a preseason game, just a series or two during a preseason game. I'm like, that guy looks good. Or I saw on Twitter, maybe I saw this highlights on Twitter. I'm like, this is a good kid. He he could be, he could be coached into being a good quarterback, I think. Yeah. So uh, I've been excited about him playing all season. And I'm, I mean, didn't I say early on, if Garoppolo, it might be a good thing if Garoppolo gets hurt, because then we get to see Aiden O'Connell play. Exactly, and it was only a matter of time before Garoppolo got hurt or, or benched. I would rather see him benched right. than and hurt I, because I don't want to see anyone hurt. But you know I don't, I, mean. I don't. Yeah, I want to see Mike hurt, like, but you know, it is what it is. But I don't think McDaniel. I don't think McDaniel's ever had the locker room. Ever. No, I don't think you did either. And I think that's because he got rid of Carr because Carr was such a. I think I think your they team, benched the Raiders him. really liked Carr. They benched him with two games to go. Let's think about that. You know what a slap in the face that is? That's like, that's the biggest dick move ever that a coach can do to a player. I don't know. I think the biggest dick move that a coach could ever do would be to ruin your perfect starting streak for AKA Daniel Jones, only to put you back in the game. Oh my gosh. I was so upset for Eli at that point. I was going to say, I am no fan of Eli by any stretch of the imagination. However, 
if I was Eli, <laughs> I don't know if he was he didn't have a choice, but uh, like if it's something in your contract, you like have to play if you suit up or something. But if I was Eli, I would not have gone back in that game after oh, they I, sat I, I, I in tweaked. for Daniel Jones, and then Daniel J- Jones came out looking like ass. So they had to beg fucking Eli to go back into that game. But you come back in, right? I understand that too. Yeah, the I would have been like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I tweaked my leg." In NFL history, and they broke it because, and then he and then he played like more games after that, so he could have. He wasn't half bad. Longer. No, that was not okay. But coming in at number two, I mean, two, that's happened in the past. Al Davis, Al Davis had Marcus Allen benched when they had uh, Bo Jackson. And then they end up trading him in there at, at the end of the season. So, I mean, it's not the first time. It's happened a lot. But lately, oh, well, that's but the most. It's not the benching. It's the fact that they benched him while he was on, like, a fucking 300-game starting streak. You, like, had a, right. he had not oh, missed a game in, like, ever. They made it, like, a huge deal about how he he had the record and blah, blah, blah. And then, the, the like, a week later, they were like, nope, we don't care. Yeah. I get it. I know what you're saying. I got you. But I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited if if they can get some really Raider thinking oriented coaches in there instead of saying, This is my team, this is what I want to do. And that's that's the mentality that they've had and it's been really shitty. So and then there's still rumblings that Harbaugh could be there next year. So which Harbaugh was a coach for the Raiders at one time. What if we put razor blades like sticking out of all of our jerseys? He's like, I like where your head is at, but we can't do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, those big, like the, the Raiders, like fans that have the big fucking. <laughs> big spikes. Spike. Yeah. I've sat next to him at a football game. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. They're nice guys. They really are. I don't know, but hey, now I can go see them play in Indianapolis at the end of the year if I want to. Little Christmas present to myself. Go sit up in the 600 section for you know. If the Colts continue losing; those those tickets will be, you know, fifteen dollars. Let's check the let's check the price. Anyone probably check price with me? Go to the Colts and the. Here we go. Colts Raiders. Right now, it's $59 is the cheapest. We could, we could probably get 16. sideline seats for that cheap eventually with how bad the Colts are doing and probably how bad the Raiders they're up are in the, doing. They're up in the the 600 section in the corner. I bet we could get lower. I bet we could get lower. Let's see. Chris, go watch that video. I just... Uh, That's on uh, TickPicks. Um, section 402, though, is row 15 is $140. That's not bad. Ain't that where your seats were, kind of, Chris? Or was that the one? Yeah, one day? Yeah, I think so. In that area? Mm-hmm. You might have been 452. I can't remember. But, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. No, but that was that section above the end zone. Right? Yeah. On the the side opposite of the big opening window. Right. That's where these are. It's except your seats were on the opposite end of the end zone. This is the Mm -hmm. 
the other corner. So if you, you know, so. Um, I, I think y'all go down if the rate, if the Colts keep losing. Colts ain't that far out. They just do some silly things here and there. They're close. So. Well, I hope they keep sucking. Me too. Then these, then these, uh, these tickets will go down and I can go to the greater game cheap. I think they play, what is it? Like New Year's Day or something? Oh, New Year's Eve. Shit, I don't do anything New Year's Eve anyway. I, I, I could get, we could get section 153, row 20, right now for $165. One ticket or two tickets? Two tickets. That's not bad. That's 80 bucks. Oh. Yeah, they're All like right. they're ranging from sixty and up, up in the six hundred section. Yeah, if you like, go there's to our, one in the six hundred like section. Seats were yeah, it's like fifty six dollars where my seats were. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah, they're a hundred dollars, one hundred thirty dollars on the secondary market. Right now, obviously, but I could sit on the ten yard line in the six hundred section for uh, seventy five bucks. So, and that's, that's, that's straight up. That's fees and everything. So I would probably do that. I might go to the game by myself. Nobody else won't go with me. Nobody else is allowed anymore. Here's $68 on the, the 10 yard line. I might yeah. spend the 165 for myself to go sit in the row 20. Of which, which section? 153. 153. Is that? In the corner? No, it's dead on uh, underneath where the big window opens up. 153? Yeah, right next to the 101 section. And by the window? I don't see any 153. I see it on the side I'm on. I'm on one. 152 is in the corner of the is a oh, 153 is in the end zone. Yeah, yeah I like I said, straight on. Bitch. Hey, shut up. What is your bitch, bitch? Yeah, I got 187. Row 34. Row 20 is 207. That's no fees, though. That's straight up. 148 bucks a piece. Um, oh, hold on. No, that's that's that one. 187 dollars. Row 34 in the end zone. That is, that includes fees though. So, see, so you, you're going to add, add about $30, $40 in fees to those tickets, Chris. Nope. So. Well, I didn't say I was going to buy them. I just said I would. <laughs> I said, I might go see, uh, I might go to this, I may go to this uh, one with the, if I can get, you know, like your $75 seats on like the five yard line, row 14. I would go. So I, that's a good price. I would pay that. Every other time I've gone, I've paid $150, $120 a ticket. So I would pay 75 and set that high up. I don't care. I would have fun. It's Oof. probably just going to be me anyway, so. I might be able to get my nephew to go, maybe. He root for the Colts. 
Well, you'll be the one one of many Raider fans there, probably. Excited Raider fans. <laughs> yeah, I know because you don't have a shitty coach anymore. I yeah, I'm really like optimistic about their direction. I'm pretty stoked. So yay! So we got that, and then about to spot all the sports news we got. I can't believe that uh, the Bears haven't fired their coach yet. Boy, they need to. He's worse than he's worse than McDaniel's, and I don't know how that's even possible. But um. I said turn it up a, a little. Not a lot of moves in the trade deadline there, so. Colts didn't make any moves. Are they just kind of waiting out this year for Richardson yeah. to come back next year? They're probably hoping they better bulk him up. so they can get a good. Uh, he needs to eat some cheeseburgers. Get some yeah, he does. Bones. Yeah, he does. He does. He needs some cheeseburgers to get some meat on his bones. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked about the rest of the season now. I have a uh, purpose to watch football other than just to watch football. I know you can actually re- you can actually root for your team now. Your number one team. team because your number two team was the Colts. Right. I still rooted for the Colts. I watch the Colts all you know every week. I watch the Colts. Yeah. So, um, I'll ask. So, but there's that. And now, uh, now let's, you want to move to somber entertainment news? Oh, no, I, I wanted to talk about the Pacers a little bit. The Pacers aren't doing half bad. They're uh, two and one. The Pacers they, look really good. Yeah, they have a really young team. They've had a really young team the last couple of years. And I think it's finally coming together. Except they lost to the Bulls. Well, that's okay. Yeah, they're down. They're down 23 to 12 in the first quarter right now to Boston. Well, Boston's really good, though. Fuck you, Tim. Well, I mean, you know, we'll see. Let's, let's see what their record is. Let's, uh, let's go still, to the video. Still, they're 2 3 0. Oh, the, the, it's so uh, early. In it really doesn't matter for any of this. It, uh, the, the season doesn't matter for the most part until after the All Star break. Well, you, well nah, this you would still, tie them for the lead of the division, dude, because Boston, you, you know, Pacers, if they win, they'll be tied with Boston for first place. Mm-hmm. But you still got to have but everybody's like a, three and going into the all-star break. But yeah. But it, more games to go. Okay, I should say this: the season doesn't really matter until after like Christmas. Oh, yeah, I would say like halfway. Anybody watching? Uh, oh, well, Pacers Snorfest, are leading I mean, baseball. The series uh, has been good. That game one was a freaking amazing. Last night was a blowout. I was gonna was say one. To... I saw one that was ten something. Ten. Yeah, that was the game last night. I didn't watch it. eleven to seven. And there was uh, Monday's was game was good. On... That was a three to one game. There was a game on Saturday. Saturday's game. Yeah, nine to one was Saturday. Yeah, but uh, yeah, game one was really good. Game three was really good. It's like every other game is good. (laughs) Because game two it was nine to one, and then game four was eleven to seven. 
So if Texas wins game five, which is tomorrow night, no, which is tonight in uh, at eight o'clock, if they win, they'll win the series. Texas has never won the World Series ever. Oh, was it 3-1? Yeah, they're up 3-1. Oh, I thought it was 2-2. Uh, So, yeah, that's what good. was your so, yeah, a lot of what was your more somber news? Somber news. Oh, about uh, I wanted to talk about Matthew Perry for a few minutes. Oh, and how he drowned. Yeah. And well, I mean, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories going around. Because there always will be. It's probably about just... how he's he's well, like somebody was saying about because he's been he. His Instagram was silent for a long time, and then he started posting stuff about Batman, right? And he had Bat- he loved Batman, but he had the Batman in lights at the bottom of his pool. He had a Batman pumpkin, and it looked when it resembled anything, it resembled Dark Knight Rises. So now there's speculation that he faked his death because he was getting ready to unleash the horrors of Hollywood, which I know this is all bogus, but. In the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, because here's the thing. So in one of his posts, he posted these things that look like cranberries, right? And he said, this is my this is my dinner, right? And it's wolfsbane was what it was. Well, wolfsbane's poisonous to humans, right? But what is it between wolfsbane that goes with Batman? Right. Which it all it all circles around the Dark Knight Rises. This is the theory. This guy had this theory. So how does the Dark Knight Rises end? Uh, It um, ends with a nuke going off and Batman and uh, Catwoman at a at a cafe and Alfred. Bruce Wayne faked his death to live a life of peace. That's, so that's the theory between the Batman, between all the Batman posts and then the Wolf's Bane and the pumpkin lit up like the poster on the Dark Knight Rises that he's faked his death and he's going to go live a life of peace somewhere. That's the yeah. thing. But like, it is sad. It's deeply sad. He's got and, the lace. Of, and I know we talked about heaven. I think I, I really think that he just had a heart attack because he was such a huge drug addict and alcoholic. Yeah, I was going to say, he could have out on him. And fallen asleep in his hot tub and drowned, honestly. Well, they said, I, well, they, well, he had played pickleball earlier than in the day, they said, but he just felt really tired, so he went home. Well, tired, the first sign of a heart attack is tiredness. It's one of the, you know, so if he goes hey, in the hot tub. I have a heart attack. I'm always tired. I has a heart attack. Could have had a concussion. And he's going to drown. Right. So, um, but, and I know we talk about friends and Chris says it's not funny at all. And, but you got to respect the fact that that was the number one show on TV for years up until its final season. It ruled television. I love it. I I still, I've been watching the old episode. Although I I always related most to Chandler because he was such a cynical a-hole and he could never find a girlfriend. And I was like, God, I can't relate to that. That night, I went to a Halloween party on Saturday, and then when I got home, Friends was, was still on, and 
I watched mm-hmm. three episodes, and after every single episode, it was jumping around for Matthew Perry for sure. Like they must have changed the, uh, the schedule or whatever to play some of his like better episodes because it started jumping around all over the place on uh, oh, Nick from and season to season. Yeah, and usually Nick and oh, Knight just t- plays them in a row. So, uh, and after every single episode was a. Uh, in loving memory of Matthew Perry. And I was pretty shit-faced Saturday night. The last thing I wanted to see after every single fucking Friends episode was in loving memory of Matthew Perry. What else was he WTBS. in like that? Other than w- okay, so hold on a second. Well, WTBS showed episodes all day long today, up until about 6.30. He was in a movie called Fools Rush In, The Whole Ten Yards, which is a great movie. It's got Bruce Willis in it. He had a TV. Um, was he was in 17... 17- he was in, um, he was in uh, seventeen again with my hunky hero, um, Zach Efron. Um, We're all in this together. Don't hit us with yep. ATMCA. He was in, uh, yeah, seventeen again. He was in. Uh, he did a lot of television shows. He was like in Scrubs. He did a whole ten yards, West Wing, Ally McBeal. He was in the Kid. Uh, three to tango almost heroes fools rush in a lot of these weren't like memorable movies um except the whole nine yards is it's that's really really a good movie honestly Uh, also he was in what i said what was matthew perry in scrubs i don't remember him being i'm sure he was like i was just a patient it was just been in an episode Hmm. He was in Growing Pains. He played a character in Growing Pains. He dated Carol Seaver, and he was drinking and driving, and they crashed. And he ended up dying from his injuries in that. He was in Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, he was in Who's the Boss? He used to just, early on, he did a lot of television. He did do a movie with uh, uh, River Phoenix called uh, the, A Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon. Um, but like I said, he mostly did a lot of... He did a lot of television, and then he did. He hit Friends, and it just. And that's one of those comfort shows for a lot of people where, you know, that's their. That's their go to. I need to de-stress television show. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I I compare it to, uh, like I said, Chris doesn't think it's funny, which is fine. But like I compare it to, I can remember when I was a kid. I mean, a lot of people don't. Was there? Oh yeah, Mash. Well, Mash was, I, Mash was I don't a like huge Mash show. Either, and Mash was huge. I never thought it was that. I never thought it was that funny. And uh, I did watch the final episode because it was the final episode. Um, but I respected the the show. You know what I mean? It wasn't That's a show for me, friend, but I, yeah. I I can respect I can respect the popularity of the show because that generation. You know, that was above me. I was a kid the whole time Mash was on. I'm not a big fan of Game of Thrones, uh, but I know it's a huge show. Like, my my Friends was my comfort show. Now, my ex-wife, Gina, she loves Friends. That's, like, her favorite show in the whole wide world. Mine switched from Friends to The Big Bang Theory. So, if one of those guys from The Big Bang Theory, you know, still, I mean, still, Matthew Perry's 54. I'm 51. That's a scary thought. You know what I mean? He really, he wasn't care of yourself. And I mean, it's not like you did the drugs like he did. So, right. Well, I saw, he was talking to this. 
No, I don't do drugs when I barely hardly drink. He was doing, he was an interview with this guy over in Europe, somewhere in England. And, uh, he, this guy kept saying that, um, well, just don't take the drug or just, just stop drinking. And with an addict, they're not able to do that. And Matthew Perry said that he's like, he says, my responsibility is to not take the first drink. Cause once I yeah. take the first drink, I can't stop. And they said it's it's a it's an allergy it's an it's a it's an allergy to your body, so you just keep feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. And drugs do the same thing. So he you know he acknowledged it's my responsibility to not take the first drink, but because once I take that first drink, I cannot stop. Like he had a, a whole organization of helping people. He's like I don't want to be remembered for that. I want to be remembered as somebody who he helped so many people to battle drugs, to battle alcoholism. And, you know, he's really made a, he really made a, he did good considering what he did to himself. And that's, that's, the, that's one that's going to hit hard for a lot of people because of, you know, the show still hasn't been on in almost 20 years, right? 2004 it ended. Yeah. Like so I don't see them. Think of the impact stopping playing Friends anytime soon. No, that's how big that show. And I mean, there's the Lego set. You can still buy shirts. You can buy mugs. You can, like we, I was in Five Below with Josie the other day. They had a friend shirt in there. On uh, there's, so, a, there's a whole know. little like museum or thing, whatever. My well, a couple of my friends have have been to where they have like. You know, like the episode where Chan, where um, Joey has all of Chandler's uh, shirts on. Yeah, yeah. Could that's, I be wearing any more clothes? That wasn't all. They like made that. That's like a bunch of shirts just like glued together on top of each other. So just they have together. They oh, have the giant shirt episodes. that you can fit into. They have like the couch that you can sit on, like the windows you can look out, like stuff like that at the museum thing. Yeah, you could sit in the you could sit in the coffee shop, right? And yes, then you can the go to the apartment. Thing. And how is if uh, you gonna you gonna you gonna do me? I'm gonna do you. How is that me? Look at me. I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? I, every you <laughs> said every piece of clothing that clothes. <laughs> And I'm doing and it I'm not, commando. And I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> and I think I'll do some lunges. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the Chandler, he, Joey sent Chandler to his guy to, to do pants, right? And he was like, there's cupping yeah. there. He's like, that's, he's not, like, he's like, that's, like, they that's how they do pants. It, so they say, in, Ross, is that how they do pants? Yeah, that's how they do pants. In prison. <laughs> classic. Very classic. Oh, man. But yeah, that's a huge loss. It really is. And I mean, th- and that guy really doesn't have to, he doesn't have to work anymore. I mean, he made million. they made a million dollars an episode. Mm-hmm. They were like some of the that's highest paid he, people in Hollywood at the time. Especially. And especially, it, it was insane. like the Big Bang Theory. They, Once they, they syndicated went to, Oh, once they said, yeah. If I don't think they really syndicated yet, but once that is, probably making it? more. Oh, Big Bang is hugely syndicated. Oh, it is already? I wasn't sure. Oh, yeah, I it's feel on like, TBS. I watch it all the time. I always thought they had to be, like, out for X amount. They had to be finished for X amount of years before they syndicated something. No? 
No, they've been well. I mean, that show's been over since 2019, but they've been in syndication for a long time. It might be like a new. It might be like a certain season. Like they may like if it's like if they're in season six, like seven or eight. Let's say season eight. They maybe only need to syndicate up to season five. So that could be what it is. But um, yeah, I was watching Big Bang today, but. That's a that's a huge loss for Hollywood. It's a huge loss for oh my the God, millions of people that Chris, you can appreciate I was floored from a Big Bang Theory joke the other day. Floored. I, I uh it was the um Penny I think it's the Christmas episode. So Ch- uh Chandler. So um Sheldon goes out and buys a bunch of gifts for Penny, and he plans to give her. Right. <laughs> give her just one. He's, he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna give her a gift based off of the cost of what he thinks the gift she gives him. So he went out so, and bought a whole bunch of gift baskets so, from Bed Bath and or Bath and Body Works. I love that. And then he was gonna excuse himself. He's gonna excuse himself, then go get. Uh, a gift that was of equal value. It's, that was his so plan. Shows up with a little box, and in the box, she opens it up, and he's like, "Oh, a napkin." And she's like, "Turn it over," and he turns it over, and he's like, "To Sheldon, live long and prosper, Leonard Nimoy." Leonard and she, Nimoy. he's like, "Sorry, it's much a little. It has." Uh, he wiped his mouth with it. He's like, "I have Leonard Nimoy's DNA." All I need is. <laughs> An ovum, and I can have my own lettered Nimoy. And then he's like, I'll be right back. And he goes and gets every single gift and then throws them at her. (laughs) I know it's not enough. And then he goes up and he hugs her. That's one of my favorite episodes. And I was. Those are my favorite. The Sheldon and Penny episodes are my favorite because. They have such a love-hate relationship for each other. It's, it's just the cutest little relationship and they the, have. It's the friendly Risley. Those oh, two have God. such a good, but uh, like, they work really well together. Those they two did. Actors. That's I can't the, think of their names the, all of a sudden. The, you can, Kelly Cuoco and Jim uh, You can really see is as Big Bang. I mean, like, I know that's like part of the show, but like in the first few seasons, like the characters are all kind of their, like, own, like, standalone characters. They, I feel like they don't really, like, mesh too well. And then, like, by season three, they're all, like, you know, like, friends. And then towards the later seasons, they're, like, a a family. And you can really... That's one of the things I really like about Big Bang Theory. Same thing with, like, friends. At the beginning, although they already kind of are a family, and they just add Rachel to it, and they, they get closer, whereas Big Bang Theory, I feel like they are kind of, they're just co-workers, except for Sheldon and, right. um, and what's his face, uh, Cross the Hall, or uh, what the fuck's his name, Sheldon's roommate. Leonard? Leonard. Him and Leonard are like obviously like good friends, but the other two are kind of just like coworkers. Right. They hang out sometimes, right? But yeah, like Raj, and Finn, Raj and Howard. Yeah, they're all like a family, and I, I really, I really appreciate that for from Big Bang Theory. One thing you I noticed, really- it's in an episode. It's my, it's yeah. my favorite. It's one of my favorite scenes in an episode. So, 
um, Sheldon wants to quit doing string theory and he wants to study something else. But since his grant with the college is for string theory, they won't let him out of his contract. Meanwhile, Penny wants to quit her job at the Cheesecake Factory to become an actress, right? And they're in the car together. So Sheldon and Penny are together because they have nothing else to do. Sheldon's just going to go hang out with her because he'd stop working. And he, she asks him, they go to the Cheesecake Factory and uh, so she can drop her uniform off. And they get back in the car and she asks, she says, Sheldon, she says, I want to ask you a serious question. She says, do you think, do you think I'm making a mistake like Leonard says by becoming a full-time, by pursuing my dream? And he's like, if you don't pursue your dream, then you just kind of wander around, right? And he, and the one line he says is, he says, they're not like us, Penny. We're dreamers. And I thought that was the cutest thing that he could have ever said to her because he got her in that. And yeah. as somebody who never understood Penny's thought process, he finally got her in that episode. Like he understood her. He related to her. And and he was right. They are the dreamers. They're the ones that wanted more than what everybody said they could get, which, you know, didn't happen for either one of them, but they still under, they, they just kind of understood each other. But I just thought that was a wonderful, wonderful, it was just great. It's just, just a wonderful, cute, like you said, that family yeah. feeling, you know, yep. the support, the support there. So, but yeah, I'd be devastated if somebody from that show had passed away unexpectedly. Like, I'd like, oh my God. Especially because they're a lot younger well, too. Somebody did back yeah. in the day, the mom. Uh, what's his face? Yeah, Carolyn and Susie passed away. She you had never, cancer. You only saw her once, though, so I feel it. Or, like, did you, you ever even see her? her. No, you you only ever saw, saw her no. because they put a picture of her on, like, his desk or something, and that's the yeah. only time you ever no, see her. No, they, they, there's a picture on the refrigerator. That's right. Yeah. Of, so, of her. So I but feel like never saw her. that was a sad episode. Although it's sad that she died, I feel like you don't feel it as much because you only really heard. I mean, I guess it's the equivalent of like hearing, like um, a voice actor die or something like that. But they have like I, I agree physical, with that. Yeah, they have a physical character representation though of them. So it's like you know, but you, she I'm, was still an integral it. part of the show, in my opinion. Yeah. She was, but it wasn't as like you said though. It's not as devastating as a main character. She's as a if side a character, character died that you like are, especially because she's. I mean, she was integral, but she was an integral part of like the quick com comedy, like thirty second scene jokes where he uh, Howard's doing something and his mom's yelling at him. Like that's the equivalent right. of her role in every episode that she's in. Like you could sum and, up. I mean, and even that role. episode where that episode where she died was devastating too. I mean, not that she had like you know when Howard comes out and he says my mom died, it was so sad. And then again, you talk about the you know the the family feeling. Everybody was there, and then uh, Sheldon says, you know Howard, when my father passed away, I didn't have any friends. You do, and I thought, you know. Sheldon always says the right says so many wrong things at the wrong time that every once in a while they kind of give him that line that he's that he's human, you know. Father actually dies because there's obviously young Sheldon. 
and he's a pretty that's coming up because he's supposed to be 14 when his father passes away i was gonna say that's gonna happen in the next season or two but he's definitely like a teenager in the latest season so i need to start watching if it doesn't happen this young sheldon's definitely it's it's not as funny as big bang theory because big bang theory has like all of like the sci-fi jokes and stuff and like yeah, young Sheldon is obviously takes place like well before that. Yeah. I know so some people show. complained because they like broke the timeline in a couple places, like and things that Sheldon said, but you know, not actually happened yeah. in the show. Well, it is, uh, well, it is pretty well funny. yeah, but they contribute that to Sheldon remembering his childhood and how he might have seen it as a child, as opposed to how it really happened. They retconned it. But um, oh yeah, I mean the whole side. I mean the whole the, the supporting cast. It's not just Sheldon the kid. His sister is hysterical. Um, Doesn't he have a brother in there? And Meemaw. Yeah, he has an older Meemaw's brother. really funny. Georgie's funny. The whole the whole cast is great. And the great part of it is the, the woman grandma. who plays Sheldon's mom. The, no, the woman who plays Sheldon's mom in The Big Bang Theory, right? Lori Metcalf. Her daughter, her real life daughter. Play Sheldon's mom in Young Sheldon. Oh, that's oh awesome. I was actually wondering how they. I was thinking it would have been cool if they had the same actress in the in Young Sheldon, but I think the episode with Sheldon's mom came out. <laughs> or I know, right? I feel like the episode with Sheldon's mom came before the uh, Young Sheldon came out, probably. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Lori Metcalf, her daughter. Uh, I don't remember her name. Uh, she plays uh, Sheldon's mom in Young Sheldon. She's she's uh, fantastic. But it's a, it's Annie Potts is Meemaw, and Annie Potts like, Annie Potts has always been great. There's there's one episode, there's one scene where Sheldon's mom sees uh, him at a comic book store, and she looks through one of the comics, and it has like obviously it's like a superhero comic, so there's like violence and stuff like that. So she goes into his room and she starts throwing away all of his comics and she's like there's way too much violence and na- uh, half naked people and blah 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 in these for you to uh for you to be reading and he's like you know what i have one more book that you should take and he hands her the, the bible <laughs> and he's like this this has plenty of acts of violence and nudity in it so you should take this as well and <laughs> I just thought it was, I mean, I know that's him, like his smart Alec remarks, but I was like, what a goddamn G. Uh, that's another show where, like you said, early on in the early seasons, you know, they're just me- kind of meshing together. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be a family, but you can kind of tell. And, you know, by season two or three, they're starting to get closer. And, and uh, you know, you have that with, with Sheldon and Missy, his twin sister, that they kind of. You know, he yeah, kind of starts worrying about her, and she worries about him. And she's hilarious, but she is hilarious. But I love Annie Potts as Meemaw. Christian, hey, who Annie Potts is? Out, she outsmarts him. What so else many is she times. in? I can't think of it. She is the Annie Potts was the secretary in Ghostbusters. Okay. Yep. Meemaw. And I, she was also she was also in. This epic movie that you cannot find anywhere. I mean, I can probably find it online. Starring Mark Hamill called Corvette Summer. Where he builds a Corvette in high school and it gets stolen and he goes to get it back. 
It's got Annie Potts in it too. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was in Who's Harry Crumb with uh, John Candy. John Candy's a, he's a private detective. He's like this bumbling idiot. Uncle you know, Buck. So, he's not. Yeah. Oh no, it's called Who's Harry Crumb. But yeah, Uncle oh. Buck is Who's Harry Crumb, right? So he's like, you know how they people send out letters. They would like cut letters out of uh, magazines to send a ransom note, right? And somebody did that because uh, there's like a kidnapping. So he comes in to investigate. John Candy does this Harry Crumb. And he's like, you find the owner of this crazy typewriter, you'll find your kidnapper. <laughs> Genius. But Annie Potts has been in a lot of stuff. She's a great, she's a great Meemaw. His dad is really cool. He's really, you know, he's a typical, he's a dad, you know, drinks beer. He's a football coach. Uh, high school football coach. So it's funny how those sitcoms make a mark on you. You know, well, they help. I you mean, relate. Carol Brady, like Carol Brady was a whole a generation. People, Carol Brady was everybody's favorite TV mom. Like she's the favorite, the best TV mom ever. I've had <laughs> to meet Florence Henderson and like, she's the sweetest lady in the world. And, you know, when she passed away that, that touched a lot of people, you know, and like it's like a thing. I posted this on Facebook today. I don't know if you saw it, Chris. Um, somebody uh, said this so. about. Uh, he said it about Matthew Perry's passing, and he's like, uh, he says, I think, I think loss. I don't know who this guy is, but Joel Joel Thoughton. He says, I think losses like Matthew P- Perry feel very personal because you haven't just lost an actor from your favorite show, you've lost someone who made difficult days better, someone who reminded you of a friend you had. Someone you wish you had as a friend. And each time you'll turn, each time you'll now turn on an episode, you'll remember they're not around. But a tiny part of you is still holding on to them. Maybe that's what happens when someone impacts your life. They leave, but what they've left behind stays. So, I mean, it is like losing a friend. I mean, I th- I'm going to be honest. I think that's a good start, uh, place to stop the episode, too. Sure. It, I hate to do it, but that, that's like a good ending. All right. On that note, thank you for choosing or thank you for watching us. I can't think today. You can catch us <laughs> at Podnerds on Twitter or X, not me because I'm still banned. Thank you for reading a Braille book on our episode. Shut up. <laughs> you can catch us at Facebook, watch and listen to us on YouTube or your favorite podcasting sites, iTunes. I almost said Netflix. Uh, iTunes, tune in. <laughs> Spotify and Amazon. Today that was a rough one. This was a rough one for me. And you'll never wonder who's our nerds. them.